if you walked into our studio, I think I think you'd be pretty surprised to know that you were inside Google. I mean, our our studio really feels like like a a, a place of of design. There are there are books, there are screen printing, there's a reso, there's you know oh, wow. people yeah. standing around talking, making posters, making books. Um, there's a real energy uh, uh, around design that we've managed to to kind of build in the team, and that I think, to be honest, is a little bit unique within um, well w- within tech, but certainly within within Google. And so I'm yeah, I'm yeah. personally super super proud of that. This episode brought to you by Buddy. Buddy is the shortest distance from idea to execution. Make a change to code and watch Buddy instantly update your website on server or cloud. It's fast, it's easy to use, and it looks gorgeous. Go to buddy.works now and use the code DRIBBLE on the live chat for an extra 30 days of trial and 20% off any selected plan. Buddy, build better websites faster. Chris, thanks for being here. Um, I'm excited to uh, I'm excited to talk to you about everything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, thanks thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah, that's super good. Um, I mean, you're so you're currently uh, correct me if I'm wrong here with the title, but creative director at Google, specifically for the search and assistant products. Is that right? That's what they tell me. Yep, <laughs> it's awesome. I you know I got to start off with like a. a a question. I was going to say a funny question. I don't think it's that funny, actually, though. But, but yeah, does the weight of what you're doing ever affect you when you come into work in the morning? Like, I'm working for the, you know, the most important web address, you know, in the world. And does that ever hit you in the morning when you when you get up and go to work? Yes. <laughs> it does. Um, yeah. Well, I mean, I don't know if it, you know, I, I don't know whether or not it's the most, you know, important web address in the world, but I I do definitely feel feel the weight of the, you know, billions of people on on the other side of the the work that that we do. Mm, yeah. And, and I don't know. I mean, it's it's a weight and it's a responsibility, but it's also kind of an exciting opportunity, you know, cuz the things that you're making um yeah, I mean, have impact beyond what you could just even, you know, wrap your your head around, which is a pretty cool thing, you know, to to think about as a designer. Yeah, I bet it does. I mean, because I, well, I said the most important website, and I kind of mean that in that, like, it, it, it's almost like we take it for granted, or at least I do sometimes, that it's there and that I can literally type anything and and get all this information, you know, instantaneously. And there's, there's still some, it should still be magical, you know, but it's like, it's almost like we take it for granted. And, um, the fact that it's so reliable and, and the interface is almost, it's, it's almost like this is not a, a knock on it at all. It's almost invisible in a way where, you know, what's there is the web, (laughs) you know, like, I don't know, (laughs) that sounds weird, but, um, it, it, you know, how, how, tell us about like designing for that and the sort of, I'm thinking about the history of Google too. Yeah. Um, and, and the simplicity of it. And well, well, you do, I mean, you do, it's easy to take it for granted, right? Like my, one of my favorite parts of the, the search product is this like tiny little line of text at the top of the page after you do a search. And it's like, 
you know, searched, you know, seven trillion results in, you know, six tenths of a second or something like that. Yes. And um, that is, it's like, wow, how, like, just how, (laughs) how is that possible? And then, and then, and then the results that you get are usually pretty good. You know, you usually get to where you need to go. Um, And it's true. It's easy to kind of take that for granted just because it's been such a kind of staple of the, the internet for, you know, for so long right oh Um, totally but it's yeah again it's kind of exciting to feel like you're at you're sort of in i don't know just just the center of it all and and kind of designing for that space and and trying to figure out how you kind of you know how, how you how you use design to kind of not not only not get in the way of the information that people are looking for, but somehow figure out a way to to have the design kind of enhance the information or make it easier for people to understand or or give them sort of a different context that you know just the pure data alone you know might not have. Yeah, right. I mean, because it, it, the data is 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 so important, and it should be in most cases, but like especially with Google, um, you know, do you ever get the the urge to be like? let's let's change everything <laughs> you know like I, I, that's a, maybe a dumb question but like from a a visual design standpoint you know it it's remained remarkably similar to what it was you know 10 years ago or more um in a way i guess you could argue that it's not and, and i think we can get into that actually yeah um because you're, we're not just showing blue hyperlinks anymore there's there's so much more that goes into it yeah i mean in a way it, it's it's funny i think it you might think, um, you know, the kind of standard search results page hasn't changed all that much, but, you know, um, go back and look at screenshots of what Google search looked like, you know, a few years ago or five years ago <laughs> or even two years yeah. ago. Right. And the, the progress is kind of, um, slow and steady, but it's, it's unmistakable. And, and it's not just like, mm, oh, you know, we're changing, you know, fonts and colors for, for the sake of it. Um, it's, right. it's more that, you know, the, the product has really, changed a lot. I mean, a few years ago, Google search was basically, yeah, like you say, you know, 10, 10, 10 blue, you know, hyperlinks that kind of pointed to whatever, you know, what web documents were kind of floating out there. And, and now, you know, if you do a search on Google, it's like you, there's access to, to video content, to user generated content, to, to images, to shopping, to, to music. Yeah, there's there's right. just such a wide range of, of content and information that, that that product now makes available. And so in a way that's kind of like, that's kind of the design brief of, of Google search, um, you know, moving forward is how do you create a design system that that helps users make sense of that kind of diversity of content again, in a way that somehow, you know, adds something to the experience and doesn't get in the way. Yeah. Right. I mean, that's so true. And I, I was thinking about this, you know, just preparing to talk to you that, you know, I said earlier, that looks like it hasn't changed, but it really, that's a testament to, I think the interface design of, of the results in, in that if you look at results now and you really look, deeply there is like so much information uh, aside from those from those just web document links as you said but um you know you're 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 showing people if you're searching for a person you're you're showing you know social media you're showing showing images and video and all these things like over the years to me they've sort of gradually kind of bubbled in here and 
it, it never felt like there was this jarring, okay, now we're showing, you know, <laughs> these different types of results that sort of just happened organically. Is that, was that the goal from the back, you know, from the, from the back side of this, like, is there a sense inside Google design that any changes need to be gradual and, 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 and almost invisible or undetectable? Not, not really. I mean, I think honestly, the, the focus is really on, it really is on, on, on the user and you know how it's like, we're, we're creating all of this, all these new parts of the product, new features, things that, you know, we think are interesting or useful to people in some way. And, and so again, the design is sort of like, we need to be as aggressive or as incremental as, as we need to be in order to really Mm. bring that information to life. It's a really, it's a, it's a pretty, um, kind of uh, like refreshingly pragmatic approach to to design because it's neither kind of like overly cautious and incremental nor is it kind of gratuitous and you know fleeting and 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 fashionable and you know I'll give you an example right like a, like a lot of times people think of search as just you know like I go to a web browser and I type something in and and that's search but actually the way the way we sort of think about search you know within within the team is is a lot more expansive it's it's really you know like every place you might kind of bump into google and and have a question about about the world and that's you know mm-hmm. sure that's a web browser but it's also you know all of the kind of assistant products that 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 we make it's it's your television it's your car it's it's um you know, it's a kind of a wide range of, of surfaces where users might have a, a question about the world. And so the design system, you know, again, it's an example of really like letting the <clears throat> letting the needs of the the kind of the product and and the kind of the advancements in the content and the technology drive the design. But that's just like a very different, much more expansive design problem than it was yeah. even a few years ago. And I, I don't think people yeah, it really is. always always kind of um, you know, it's it's not something that you would think about if you're not, you know, thinking about it every day, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. No, it totally does. Yeah, you're right. I mean, the the idea of searching and retrieving information from Google, yeah, it means so much more than just Google.com. Yeah, and for that, sure. that that makes that means your job's even harder than I thought it was. <laughs> <laughs> I I mean I guess, but it, I mean again, it, it makes it exciting. You know, it's funny. Yeah. Like a, a yeah. lot of times, my designer friends will ask me, like, "Well, what is there to design on search?" It's like, yeah, it's you know, it's blue, it's text, it's like a you know, it's like a word document or something. It's like. No, it's 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 not. It's it's so much more than that. And there's yeah. so many interesting kind of design challenges, and then when you add the sort of the scale and complexity, um, it, it just it just it's actually like a, a surprisingly rich um, you know playground for for a design a designer mm. to play in. So that well, that's awesome. I, I and yeah, there's there's so much I need. To, uh, there's so much I want to ask. Actually, about, <laughs> about this. it's crazy. Like for instance, like. Tell yeah, tell tell us maybe you could tell us a little bit about specifically like what your day to day is like there because I think that that could that could maybe inform us on uh, some other stuff to dig into because I'm I'm just curious like there's so much there's so many people like you you mentioned there's so many people using this and yeah. you're you're getting into work and you you re, you know in the back of your mind that there there's billions of people using it or whatever what what do you look for to improve and and i imagine data plays a huge role in this um but but maybe 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 not it's like I wonder if you could get into that a little bit 
just as far as how we use data? Yeah, yeah. I mean, like you have the ability there because so many people are using it to tap into, you know, w- one little minute change and, and see how that affects. <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you know, almost instantaneously, probably. So, I mean, there, is that is that is that happen a lot there or? I mean, there definitely is this kind of butterfly effect in search where, you know, even even small changes have have big effect again when you're thinking about about this the scale. And um that's definitely sort of a dynamic that, you know, that we have to sort of kind of think through and 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 manage, I guess. But you know, there's like this kind of kind of classic trope of of like data um you know data driven versus data informed right yeah yeah and yep. and i that's man that is so that is so relevant to to our team i mean i think you mm. know we we try really hard to be you know data informed and and for me what that means is that you know you can you can collect all the data in the world in fact sometimes i think you know like we we have too much data and we don't know what to do with it but um you cannot substitute um, any amount of data for for a point of view, you know, about what you think you're trying to do for for a user and and why you think that's going to be interesting and valuable. And you can you know you can have hypotheses, you can test them, you can kind of look at you know kind of historical information to to kind of inform that point of view. But at the end of the day, and especially this is true as a designer, you you have to have an opinion, and and data is not an mm. opinion. <laughs> And, yeah, and so we true. talk we talk about this a lot, you know, within the team and um, you know, just kind of around 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 the org and really just having that kind of um, that sort of clarity and, and courage to to like you know again have a point of view about what we think is the right thing to do for people and and then just try our best to you know to make something that that they'll find you know interesting and valuable. Hmm. Yeah, that data is not a, an opinion. I love that. Yeah. It's true. It's, to- it's totally true. <laughs> so some so some of the work you're doing there is is it's not entirely dictated by data then. No, it's 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 really not. I mean, I you know, it's definitely not the case um you know, on our team that, you know, we we you know, sort of AB test every single design decision and you know, the execution that performs, you know, like 0.01% better you know, is, is the one that, that we launched. That is, that is just not how, how it works <laughs> at all. There's a much more kind of expansive, you know, I think, I think to the credit of our leadership, um, there's a much more expansive view about, about how we make decisions on, on the product. And, and, you know, honestly, you know, sometimes that means, that means that, you know, um, you know, in the short term there, that we may have to take a step back to take a step forward down, down the line, because we have a mm-hmm. conviction about, you know, a longer term point of view that we think is going to be again, valuable for people. So it's, yeah. it's, it's, it's a balance. Um, but it's definitely not as, um, kind of uh like a mathematical decision making process as i think you might you might expect this episode brought to you by buddy deploying a website feels like preparing a mecha godzilla for battle there's a ton of stuff to do and things can still break in the end enter buddy the simplest and fastest delivery automation tool for web designers and developers create delivery pipelines with over 100 ready to go actions from builds and tests to task runners, deployments, and static site generators. Make a change to code and watch Buddy instantly update your website on the server. Deploy to your favorite cloud provider, build Docker images, and get superpowers reserved for DevOps specialists. It's fast, it's easy to use, and it's for you, Dribble Junkies. It looks gorgeous. 
Go to buddy.works now and use the code DRIBBLE on the live chat for an extra 30 days of trial and 20% off any selected plan. Buddy, build better apps faster. And you're responsible for not only, you know, the Google search, but also assistant, Google assistant. Yeah. Yeah. And that's a whole, man, that's a whole nother crazy topic, but I, that's a lot to, to handle. And I imagine it's because of those, those two things are very intertwined and, um, but do you find it difficult to straddle the two or is it in, in your mind, maybe it's, it, it is one cohesive thing. Well, I mean, I think it's, I don't know how to answer that other than just then as a designer <laughs> and, yeah. and as a designer, I, I love it because the, the challenge in assistant is almost the kind of inverse of, of some of the challenges in, in search, you know, in search, you have a, you have a, as you, as you said earlier, you have a product that's, you know, people almost take for granted now because it just, it works, it works really well and it's, it's been there mm-hmm. for forever. And, and an assistant, and people know how to use it, right? And and have expectations there. And in an assistant, it's kind of the opposite. So first of all, you have an experience that's that's pretty new. I think it's a couple of years old. You have an experience that's primarily voice driven, which even today right. is not something that that you know most people just. It's not kind of a natural, intuitive thing to to kind of talk to a computer. And and so I think there's that sort of challenge. And then you know the actual kind of value of the 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 experience itself, just kind of really trying to to hone in on, on you know, like what's going to make this interesting and valuable for people. So it's 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 in that way, it's like kind of a different problem from search. And and I love getting to think about the two because I get to kind of exercise different parts of my, um, yeah. you know, my mind as a designer. Oh, I, oh, I bet totally. Yeah. <laughs> Is it bad that I haven't? I don't really talk to computers yet. I'm kind of getting there. <laughs> well, you're not alone. I mean, it's I mean, <laughs> it's it's a weird thing to do, right? And mm. and so part again, part of the challenge is how do you how do you make that feel natural? Because if we get that right, it's super powerful. You can just kind really, of imagine. Yeah. Um, but what you know, I don't think anybody's quite cracked it yet. I, I agree. I, I think maybe it's partially because I, I don't enjoy talking on the phone either but um and yet i'm interviewing uh (laughs) you want a podcast podcaster (laughs) yeah exactly i'm uh you know i'm a mess over here but (laughs) but um you know that i think you're right when when that's nailed you know it's so powerful and and uh it's just a whole it's it's like a whole new problem right to solve totally totally and then uh, and then you also have this kind of interesting design problem of choreography at that point where you're thinking about you're thinking about the kind of the the voice of the user the voice of the i guess the assistant you're thinking about kind of how that yeah is choreographed with you know the the movement of of information on the screen and other other kind of sound elements visual elements so there's a whole different yeah level of kind of richness there to to get to kind of dive into as a designer which again makes it super challenging and exciting yeah oh totally and so now i hear that you know some of the work you're doing is is kind of around more emotive design and motion and photography and i and and that's kind of all i know so i'm kind of curious how (laughs) how how that fits into your work on search and assistant because we don't you know normally we don't we don't think of that design problem as something that might need those things right 
Well, I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, if, if you think about the way people uh, understand the world around them, it, it's, it's not through text documents. Hmm. It's it's through uh, it's through sort of a richer layered you know c- connection and understanding of context and 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 all of that nuance and subtlety really needs to come through in the the visual you know pre- presentation of of the information. So yeah, we spend a lot of time thinking about like h- how to be expressive with information in the right ways, like how to create how to create some some degree of like emotional resonance. Um, and again, not, not just a sort of like a, you know, design, you know, parlor trick or anything, but honestly, as a, as a, as a way to help people better understand the information that we're, that we're giving them. I mean, it's the same is true. You know, I, you know, I spent a number of years in, in print design and designing books for, you know, artists and museums and, and things. And it was in a way kind of a similar challenge, you know, you have, you know, you start a book project like that with, you know, these amazing, you know, you know, plates of just this beautiful work. And as a designer, your job isn't just to kind of put, you know, put the plates in some kind of random or alphabetical order, um, you know, and, and you'll bind the thing together as a book and you're done. You know, you have to figure out how to kind of tell that story, how you, how you pace the information, what, what the kind of overarching narrative is, how you create kind of relationships visually between different parts of, of, of information. And it's all that same that same kind of challenge when we're thinking about search. So again, yeah, I mean, it's expressive, but for, for that purpose, does that make sense? Is that too much? Yeah, no, no, it does. It totally does. No. And I almost like, I'm, I'm glad that like, uh, I was like pleased and surprised by your answer. Cause I, you know, <laughs> I almost took the counterpoint right from the start, but, but um, that makes sense. And, and so how, how is, how is your team structured over there in, in terms of what, what you're, what you're tackling each day. I think it would be interesting to hear, you know, what the setup is like and, 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 you know, what the responsibilities are there. Yeah. I mean, I mean, over, overall the team, you know, as you can imagine, it's pretty, pretty big. Um, yeah. Well, that, that would that made my assumption. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, I think, you know, <laughs> within our sort of little corner of the world of, of, of creative, I mean, we're really, you know, our, I mean, we have a few, I guess, jobs um with within our team and it's it's really about you know again thinking about the sort of like um kind of expressive aspects of 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 design and and how we somehow make the the parts greater than the sum Mm. um or the sum greater than the parts i should say um and then it's also thinking about coherence right i mean there's all these different even within search or assistant i mean it's almost kind of a it's almost sort of a um, oversimplification to think of them each as one product. They're actually, you know, many, many products. And so part of our, mm, our team's right. job is to think about, you know, how do all these various kind of parts of the experience stitch together in a way that feels cohesive and that a user can somehow kind of intuit the the hand of a designer really taking care to make sure that, you know what, this 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 feels good. This is nice to use, and it feels consistent. You know, when I when I talk to the assistant on my phone and, and I talk to the assistant on my you know, whatever my TV that feels like I'm talking to the same thing. And so coherence is a big part of what, what, what we think about on our team as well. Yeah. So, so tell us about your team and, and, uh, the structure over there. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, within the, the, the creative team is, is, is pretty multidisciplinary. And so we have, you know, we have 
folks who are coming from really traditional kind of graphic design backgrounds, I guess myself included. Um, we have folks who are coming from more kind of digital product design background, motion design, um, writing, uh, illustration, and and that kind of that mm, that sort yeah. of crew of of just various kind of creative types you know just kind of converge together on on pro- on projects as as needed and and just kind of f- figure it out. So it's it's kind of cool that the team is so multidisciplinary and 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 cross-functional and there aren't really bright lines between um you know different uh you know flavors of designer I guess on the team which I think is to 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 everybody's benefit. Yeah. That's cool. That that's really cool to hear actually um that from an outsider's perspective, you, you, I would think there'd be like a, a more of more of an emphasis on the, um, the, I was going to get the, I was going to say which brain that is, but I, oh, I do that too. I can't, I can never remember. <laughs> left brain, right brain. <laughs> left brain, right brain. Yeah, exactly. Um, or, you know, more engineering, yeah, I guess, focused yeah. or, um, and, and to hear you say that the team is multi, multidisciplinary actually within like visual design and creative creativity is is really cool yeah well we've again we've needed to be i mean back to just what we were talking about a minute ago with the just kind of the nature of the problems that we're trying to solve for you you can't Mm. you can't do that without really you know being attentive to all those different aspects of of creative and, and expression you can't you can't just do it um you know with with one with one kind of person and you certainly can't do it with purely sort of a a, a traditional, um, you know, HCI background, although that's super important too, but it's just kind of like one of many critical ingredients in the recipe, so to speak. Yeah. Yeah. No, that, that makes sense. And I, what's cool to me is that, you know, say you're an illustrator for instance, and it sort of opens up, I, th- I think the way things are going and technology is going and the problems we need to solve, um, that it opens up possibilities for work, you know, immensely, right? Like you're, you're not just drawing pictures for books or whatever, you know, it's, it, there's those skill sets can be applied to seemingly data driven things. Or I don't know if that's the right way to put yeah, it, but no, hundred percent. I mean, you know, doodles is the obvious example at, at Google where there's pretty, yeah, right, pretty rich right. history of, of pretty amazing illustration work, even within search, which is, you know, the, you know, obviously the oldest, the oldest product at the company. Um, but yeah. um, there are other opportunities too for for things like like illustration, um, motion, and sound. It's not just like here's you know um, here's a box at the top of the page. Just go go fill it with some some something that kind of looks you know fun. It's 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 way more kind of, or at least we try to make it way more integrated in into the experience and find kind of those little little moments of serendipity and delight that we can kind of inject some of that stuff into. Mm. Um, and so for yes. illustrators again, I mean we have a bunch of illustrators on the team and search is just like the kind of just amazingly, you know, rich uh, exciting place for them to, to, to play because there are so many opportunities. Wow. Yeah, that's great. I mean, yeah, the, you're right. The most obvious thing that comes to mind is the, the doodles, which I'm sad. There's not one today oh, no? oh, that we could talk too about. But. <laughs> too bad. Well, there usually is. <laughs> So your team is made up of a bunch of different 
folks from different creative yeah. disciplines. Do you find that there you're working together? You're working together to solve problems, regardless of whether it it is focused on one of those disciplines. Is that does that make sense? Like, do, in other words, do those people bring to the table their area of expertise on things that may not directly look like they're part of their expertise? Yeah, a hundred percent. I think there's actually yeah. two ways that comes into play. One is, you know, when you first start a project, you probably have a very limited understanding of the problem that you're solving because you really haven't gotten into it yet. So you kind of don't know what you need. And so at that first step, you know, mm, to assume yeah. that, you know, oh, well, we don't need, um, I don't know, writers or we don't need illustrators. Um, you don't know enough to make that decision, at least in my opinion. And so that, that's, that's one thing. And then yeah. when you Good get point. this, this group together who, who bring these different skills and perspectives, just good, surprising, unexpected things happen through those collaborations that you just can't anticipate. And so, um, there's just so many reasons why it, it, it makes sense to, to kind of build teams more diversely like that. Um, and it's, again, it's not a one-to-one. It's not like this is a, yeah, this is a visual design problem. So we're just going to, you know, throw a bunch of visual designers on it and, and see what happens. It, it really needs to be more cross-functional right, from, right. from the start. And, you know, we've had pretty good luck, honestly, trying to operate in that way as, as much as possible. Um, I just see it. I just see it on the team where, totally unexpected things happen when you throw a, you know, whatever, a motion designer and an illustrator together or a writer and a motion designer or whatever the case may be. Those kind of, those, those, those pairings, um, are, are super fruitful. At least we find. Wow. Yeah. That's, that's awesome. Actually. That's really cool to hear. Cause it, it's not something I would have expected to hear, but now, now that I, now that you've said it, it makes sense, right? It makes probably why it's, there's success. Well, there's a lot of reasons for success there, but um, you know why it is delightful to use. I think that's a good, good yeah. way of putting it. Well, there. That's the goal, anyway. <laughs> how now, how, Chris? How did you get to where you are? Because you're, you know, I think for the folks listening, like, well, geez, he's you know creative director at Google for for search. Like, how? What's your background, and how did, how did you end up there? Uh, um. <laughs> Uh, gosh, where, where do I, I mean, you know, I guess I, what I would say is if you would ask me a few years ago, you know, wh- to predict where I would be, uh, in, in my life and my career, I definitely would not have guessed, you know, <laughs> working as a designer at, at Google. It just wasn't even on, on my radar. I mean, I yeah. really, yeah, even a no, few I years mean, ago, I guess, how long, I guess I've been at, at Google for three or four years. So before then, but, um, you know, I, I, you know, I had been kind of working in kind of various UX capacity for for a really long time, and I I just sort of kind of one day decided I needed to do something different, and I so I I quit my job, I took what savings I had, and I went back to school, and I got a wow. Um, wow. I, I went to to a, like a, a master's program in in graphic design, very. Um, both conceptual, but then very kind of traditional and it's kind of print focused, um, just kind of, um, approach. And, and I did that for a few years and Mm. I loved it. It was the best thing I ever did. And, and when I got out, I, of school, I decided, okay, um, I need a really, uh, diverse, um, set of things to, to kind of work on as a designer to keep myself interested. So I had this idea that I was going to like divide my practice into thirds. Is this interesting? 
<laughs> yeah, no, it is. So, so I had this, yeah. this idea that I was going to divide my practice into thirds. And so I spent, you know, a third of, of my practice doing again, you know, pr- print design. So, so books, you know, posters, just collateral for mostly for like cultural institutions and nonprofits, museums, artists, etc. Mm-hmm. And then I spent a third, um, doing more kind of, I guess what you would think of as traditional UX freelancing, to to sort of kind of pay, okay. pay the rent. Yep. And and then the the last third of my practice was about teaching. So I, I taught graduate students in 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 design. Um and and I really I was happy. I, I loved that. I thought I had a really nice kind of balanced diet of different sort of um contexts and and people to interact with and really didn't have any particular interest of in, in changing. Um and and then through just like a like a random series of events I I Got a call from from Google and had this opportunity, um, and I it was right about the time that you know I was starting to get a little bit a little bit um, I don't want to say bored, but a little bit like you know I I kind of been doing the same thing for a while and it maybe it was time to try something new and I just thought you know what why not like what what could I do that is as different as possible from what I've been doing so I'm going to go from like making artist books to working on Google <laughs> yeah. search sounds good sign me up and and yeah and I and I and I showed up I moved to the bay area and um yeah uh, I've 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 been here for the last yeah three or three or four years and actually really enjoying it wow well it's cool cuz it you know what you described the team makeup being before it sounds like your your background in not only ux but like you know print design and and teaching even right it has 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 probably helped you be in this role and be successful is, it, is that accurate or? i mean honestly what i've i mean what i've really just tried to do for for myself is is just build that same sense of design community and, and energy in a studio at Google that that I have had in in other places in totally different contexts, you know, back in school or in the classroom or mm. in the studio, and um and getting to do that to kind of build that that sense of a of a of a studio energy and and a really a like a really rich dialogue about about design within a big tech company is itself a really interesting challenge for me and, and part of what what makes the job so exciting even just beyond the things that we're actually you know designing and, and, and shipping wow that's awesome um well chris look this has been cool it's been so cool to hear some inside things about uh google and the search and the design of it and and um you know, thanks. Thanks for being here, first of all. And then uh, we can't wait to see how this evolves and how Google search and, and all that kind of expand as as uh, technology does. Yeah, no, thank, I mean, thank you so much for, for having me. This has been great. Awesome. 